and welcome to the latest edition of the Mimiverse Monthly Audio Cast. I am your host, writer-director Christopher R. Mim, and I have to ask, are you there? Are you listening? I hope so, because I have something very cool this month that I'm very excited to get to, because it's something that we used to do on the Mimiverse Bonfire podcast, but now that that has sadly gone to that great big bonfire in the sky... I'm glad that I'm able to at least use this one thing, which I've always thought was really cool. And I'm happy to be able to bring it to you now. And that is the Mimiverse Awards. Yes, the Verses. See, for the last, I don't know, five or six years, every year we would give out awards that were Mimiverse-related and usually had to do with whatever movie was out or the Mimiverse Bonfire podcast. Some were specific to the Mimiverse monthly audio cast, whatever. The thing is, is that every year we would give out these awards and people seem to like them and I didn't want to lose them. So tonight I'm doing that because we're a little behind schedule because of the death of the Bonfire podcast. We used to give them out every year in the summer and we always did them specific to the prior year. So Demon with the Atomic Brain, in particular, has not really been recognized. And now that Guns of the Apocalypse is out, and I'm doing this in November, uh, I figure I'll just cover both years. And of course, we used to give out a lot more awards than I think we really need to. So I've boiled it down to like 10 of them, roughly. But I'm not going to do that first, because I want to build anticipation toward the verses and figuring out who gets what and who wins. And who, sadly, is just honored to be nominated. Real quick, it is November now, and the release of Guns of the Apocalypse went really well. And October was very busy, and I have been traveling and doing lots of events. And if you can't hear it, my voice, it's a little hoarse from the... Uh, I was just at Crypticon this past weekend here in Minneapolis. I've done a lot of events. I've done a lot of talking, and I'm kind of paying the price a little bit for it. I'm not as young as I once was, admittedly. But that doesn't matter. It's going well, and I'm I'm happy to uh, be doing it. Queen of Snakes is coming along. It's in the can, and I've been editing um, for the last month or so. At the current rate, uh, I'm hoping to have it done by January. Uh, and then release it uh, in the spring. So I'm very excited about that. That also means that I'm going to say this right here and now. I haven't officially announced anything, but I have an idea. Uh, Because I will be able to get this done, or should be able to, I won't say will because, you know, stuff happens. Because I should be able to get Queen of Snakes done and released early spring here, that means that roughly about the time I finish Queen of Snakes would be about the same time I started shooting Guns of the Apocalypse. So it sort of got me thinking. If I have a script ready to go about the time I finish Queen of Snakes, I could potentially start shooting a movie in, you know, three or four months with the potential to release it at the end of next year. There exists a good chance I may be working on a second film for 2019, and this isn't even the big movie that I want to make for 2020. I have an idea for the 2020 movie, and it's pretty well set in stone at this point. I figure I have enough time in there to squeeze in another little fun one, and I have a really cool idea. 
if and when I finally start working on that script, I'll announce it. Maybe on December 1st, maybe in the next podcast. Who knows? You'll have to listen. If that's not reason enough to listen, I don't know what is. So Queen of Snakes is coming along. We still need contributors. You still have time. There's still stuff that needs to be done. Post-production is difficult and time-consuming, and we have stuff we need. So if you're feeling like getting your name in the credits, contribute at queenofsnakes.com. Get your name in the credits. Get a copy of the movie. Maybe buy some tickets to the premiere next spring, sooner than you realize. And, uh, you know, get a cool certificate when it's done. So, Queen of Snakes, that's happening. Also, the 2019 Mimiverse wall calendars are available for pre-order. I'm almost done putting them together, and then they'll be going to the printer and shipped out sometime within the next couple weeks. It's a limited edition. Last year, because I had 12 movies, I did a lobby card from each movie for a different month because we had lobby cards for the first 12. I'm not really doing lobby cards anymore. They were fun for the first 12 movies, but now that I'm on 13 and 14... They just don't sell well enough. I really don't think I'm going to do more unless the demand is there. And I'll be honest, I don't think the demand is there for as much as I think they'd be cool. And I still may do them uh, in very, very limited quantities. But we shall see on that. Anyway, so that was the calendar last year. This year, the calendar is something I'm doing specific for the calendar. And that's I'm taking a creature or a monster or something from all the movies. And every month gets its own creature. For instance, the monster of Phantom Lake is March. It's cool. I take an image and then some stills and then facts about the creature from the film, using information from the film or some behind-the-scenes stuff. Cool little tidbits, little chunks of information. Like one month is the Wereskito and another month is X, the fiend from beyond space. It's actually really cool. I'm putting a lot of time and effort into it. I'm very proud of it. I think it's going to be really nice. And you should order before we run out because I do them in limited quantities. And I'm going to individually number them this year for fun. You should totally get in on that. Uh, We've already sold through a bunch of them, so you're certainly not going to get number one at this point. But you could still get a low double-digit number, maybe. Order your calendar. Get on it, please. In other news, we also have the 2018 Mimiverse Holiday Ornament. This year, it's the bat. They're cute little stone monster heads. The first year, we did the Monster Phantom Lake. Last year, we did... Steve, this year we're doing the bat from Terror from Beneath the Earth. So you should order yours because those are also very, very limited and individually numbered. And once they're gone, they're gone. It's like a series at this point. This is number three in the series. And I know a few of you out there listening to this have them all. Congratulations and thank you. So those are available. Go to SaintEuphoria.com. Go to the merchandise page and order all this stuff. Lastly... Something cool is coming. I had put something on the Mimiverse Facebook page, of which you should like the films of Christopher R. Mim on Facebook if you if you don't already. I had put something on there about this idea of doing a Mimiverse mystery gift box. It'll have some really cool stuff in it, exclusive stuff, stuff you cannot get anywhere, including some cool props from the movies. Fun Mimiverse-specific stuff. It'll be the perfect gift for the big Mimiverse fan in your life, or perhaps just for yourself for the holidays. A gift for yourself. It's only going to be available for a very limited time, and in very limited quantities. Again, it's a mystery box. You don't know what's in it. I might put out some hints of things that that are in it, but I'm just saying, it's worth it. 
I promise you. There are going to be some cool things in there that you will only get in that box that you will never be able to get ever again. So if you're a big enough fan or you know someone who is, you absolutely need to get one of these these mystery boxes. Again, very limited number. Be on the lookout sometime very, very soon. They will go on sale. So that's it. That's what's going on. So I think it's time to announce the 2018 Mimiverse Awards. Ha! That sound effect. I want to make it a little more exciting, you know? This is a big thing. We've been giving out these awards since, I think, 2012 or something like that. I didn't want 2018 to go by without continuing the tradition of giving out verses. So, I have in front of me the list of the awards this year. Some are new. Every year we always switched it up and did different things. Um, There was never any real conformity to the whole thing. It changed every year. They used to be a little tongue-in-cheek. And they still are, admittedly. There are some that are still just ridiculous as heck, and that's the whole point. But some are serious. And I want to recognize some of these fine folks for being a part of the greater Mimiverse. And so I'm very excited to award the 2018 Mimiverse Awards. Now, bear in mind that these awards can cover anything, but if they're movie-specific, they generally focus on either Demon with the Atomic Brain or Guns of the Apocalypse. If I do them next November, and maybe I try to standardize them to November, we should have at least Queen of Snakes, and there still might be more Guns of the Apocalypse ones. I don't know. So, without further ado, let's get into this. I'm going to start with awards more specific to movies. So the first one we're doing is for the breakthrough performance. And this is for an actor or actors who really brought it in a way that maybe even surprised people. So for breakthrough performance, the nominees are Kira Pontiff, who appears in Guns of the Apocalypse, Dr. Bob Tesla, well, Bob Gilbert, uh, who appears in Demon with the Atomic Brain as Dr. Bob, and Alice Mim in Guns of the Apocalypse. Drum roll, please. And the winner of the Breakthrough Performance Award for 2018 is... Oh, what an exciting beginning. It's a tie. Alice Mim and Kira Pontiff, both for Guns of the Apocalypse. Congratulations, you two. I will be sending you an actual award, so be on the lookout for that. All right, moving on to the next one. This award is for the best newcomer to the Mimiverse. And this covers Demon with the Atomic Brain and Guns of the Apocalypse. And this is for any actor who had never previously been in any of the Mimiverse films and appeared for the first time in either Demon or Guns of the Apocalypse. So the nominees are Addison Pennington, Demon with the Atomic Brain, although Addison did also appear in Guns of the Apocalypse. Brian Gibson, who appeared in Demon with the Atomic Brain, and last, Tyler Haynes, who appeared in both Demon with the Atomic Brain as Agar and the unnamed man in Guns of the Apocalypse. Drum roll, please. Tyler Haynes. Tyler really stands out in both those films. 
Congratulations, Tyler. I'll get you your award as soon as I possibly can. All right. Next up is a is one that's a little more fun. One that is very specific to the Mimiverse. And that is the best flashlight thing. The flashlight thing, as most of you out there should know, is whenever someone picks up a flashlight and turns it on, they have to turn it on into their face, turn it off, and then turn it back on into their face. It's something that started with the monster of Phantom Lake and has become a thing. Hence, the flashlight thing. And people actually look for it in every movie. It exists in almost every movie. Cavewomen on Mars doesn't exist. But that was early. I didn't realize it was going to become such a thing. But it is a thing now. So, for best flashlight thing, for any one person or persons who performed the flashlight thing in the last two films... Uh, and did it the best. For this one, as I was going through the movies, I, I realized there was, there was really only one flashlight thing that was worthy of this award, so I didn't even nominate more than one flashlight thing, although there are several. And that is... The cast of Demon with the Atomic Brain. That moment when they first go through the portal, and the six major characters all take turns turning on their flashlights. That right there has to be one of the best flashlight things we've seen since probably Terror from Beneath the Earth. So congratulations, the six of you. Uh, the actors in that scene are Addison Pennington, Christian Finch, Tyler Haynes, Amanda Teets, Jeremy Frandrup, and Brian Gibson. Congratulations, you six. You've all won the Best Flashlight Thing Award. So that's really all I have for the movie-specific ones. I didn't want to do best actor or best actress. I, I, I just wanted to be more focused on, on a few things that really deserved the kudos. So now we're going to talk a little about awards that have more to do with contributors and the fans. The best contributor to the Mimiverse Monthly audio cast, the fan of the year, and contributor of the year. So we'll start with the best contributor to the Mimiverse monthly audio cast. In the last uh, 18 months, since the last time we did awards, several people have contributed extra material to the Mimiverse monthly audio cast, and I'd like to recognize contributions they've made. So the nominees for best contributor to the Mimiverse monthly podcast are Rich Chamberlain. As you know, he does the Kansas City Crypt often. We don't have one this month, but this is running a little long with these awards, so that's okay. He'll be back next month. Dr. Bob Tesla. And someone who came through when the Beef McCormick book kind of stalled. And yes, it's still stalled. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm busy. I'm sorry. Julianne Fay. She wrote us a poem, which I read several months ago. So, which of those will win... Drum roll, please. And the winner of Best Contributor to the Mimiverse Monthly Audiocast is... Rich Chamberlain. Congratulations, Mr. Chamberlain. Moving on to Contributor of the Year. Now this is specifically for those who have contributed money, let's just be honest, money, and time, and other things. In addition to contributing monetarily, these folks have done even more. And so for that, 
they're being recognized as a potential contributor of the year. The nominees are Ann Perkins, Vince Strife, James Dear God No Norgard. Drumroll, please. And the winner of Contributor of the Year is James Dear God No Norgard. And before you say anything about, hey, wait a minute, he's been in the movies, how can he be the Contributor of the Year? There is so much that Jim has done for the Mimiverse over the years in even simple promotion. The man is always up to help promote the Mimiverse. He does a lot beyond being in the movies, and he's never asked for a dime, let it be known. He contributes. In fact, in the last film, uh, he was an associate producer. That's why he won Contributor of the Year, because he really did and always does go above and beyond the call of duty. And we appreciate you, Mr. Norgard. Thank you for all that you do, for making the Mimiverse possible. Congratulations on your award. Now, the next award is Fan of the Year. This is for someone who maybe contributes monetarily or maybe simply contributes in some other way. Maybe he or she contributes their time or their energy or their whatever. They do more than just go to a movie occasionally or get their name in the credits or buy a copy here and there or whatever. They do more and they really, really put time and effort and energy into this above and beyond what I would ever expect anyone to do. And so I believe these folks deserve a little extra recognition. For the 2018 Mimiverse Fan of the Year, the nominations are, and the names in this will be entertaining to anyone who was at the Guns of the Apocalypse premiere, because when we did the silent auction, you heard this name a lot, and it's pretty funny. Here are the nominees. Teresa Perkins. Jennifer Perkins. Barry Perkins. Ann Perkins. And Michael Cross. (laughs) So yes, the Perkins family are all big fans of the movies. So that's why you hear their names. And if you weren't at the premiere after the movie's over, we read the winners of the silent auction. And like every other one was someone with the last name Perkins. So potential fans of the year. Let's find out who it is. Drum roll, please. And the winner of the 2018 Mimiverse Fan of the Year is a tie. Michael Cross and Ann Perkins. Both very well deserving of this honor. I very much appreciate you both. I couldn't pick between the two of you. And so I figured you both deserve it. So you are the fans of the year. As for the Perkins children, they are all Ann Perkins's children. Better luck next time. You're just going to have to envy your mom's award. All right, moving on. We are going with a couple of funnier ones now. And these are holdovers from the Mimiverse Bonfire podcast when we used to do the Mimiverse Awards with that. First one, we didn't do every year, but we did frequently. It's called the Holy Crap Really Award. And it's for any kind of one thing that is unexpected for one. And usually involves someone who is maybe only barely tangentially related to 
the Mimiverse. Generally, they're just a fan who just happens to go above and beyond in a way and do something that just makes me uh, and most of the people involved in making these movies step back and go, holy crap, really? These are the nominees for this, the 2018 Holy Crap Really Award. And Perkins again. And this is for a totally different reason. Anne Perkins lives here in the Twin Cities, and she's nominated for this award because she has become a Rock Monsters fan. Now, the Rock Monsters are the official curling team of the Mimiverse, and the members of the team are myself, Michael Kaiser, Stephanie Mim, my wife, and uh, Mark Hader, General Castle. All names you know. And we're called the Rock Monsters, and there's obviously a Mimiverse tie-in there. And Anne Perkins has become... Uh, our, our biggest fan. She shows up to games all the time. She doesn't have to. She just comes to watch and hang out, which is awesome. How cool is that, right? So in addition to just being literally one of the fans of the year, she also comes to Rock Monsters games. Another one is for Bruce the Alien. Now, Bruce the Alien is a Steve People puppet uh, handcrafted by Stephanie Mim. Bought by Ann Perkins's son, Barry Perkins. And Bruce the Alien, is, is he's taken on a life of his own. The Perkins clan went on a, a long cross-country road trip, and they took all these photos of Bruce the Alien doing all this fun stuff to the point that he is, uh, has become a bit of a minor celebrity. And lastly, Tom Gladhill, for a few reasons. If you've seen Guns of the Apocalypse, you kind of know the guy a little bit. He was the first mutant to get hit in the face with a stick. Very early on in the film by Kira Pontiff. Tom Gladhill, weirdly, is a guy that I've known since I was 17. I worked with him at a movie theater, which, strangely enough, working at that movie theater, that's the only job I've ever been officially fired from. Kind of ironic that I'm a filmmaker. After I got fired, I really didn't like stay in touch with the guy, but... Several years ago, a couple years ago, I was at Crypticon Minneapolis, which is an event I do every year, and he comes up to my table, and I'm trying to give him the spiel about my movies, and there's something weird about this guy. I'm like, I know this guy. I swear to God, I know this guy. And he's looking at me like, I know this guy. And so I was like, dude, do I know you from somewhere? You seem really familiar. And we went through, you know, high school or grade school or how do we, and I mentioned the movie theater and it was like, yeah, that, okay, yeah, yeah. And we sort of like reconnected. And so every year, Tom helps me out as my minion at Crypticon. On top of that, he is also a very talented artist and he does comic book style art. Now I've posted some of that art on Facebook. It's really good. He and I are talking about doing a Wereskito Monster Hunter comic. So this guy not only is doing cool extra stuff, playing around in my universe and, and wanting to work together to make a, a comic book, he's very helpful. He was in the movie. He's a great guy. So that's why when uh, he started drawing cool Mimiverse monsters and, and comic book-esque stuff, and for always helping me, I was like... Wow, Tom. Holy crap, really? So, let's find out who won. Drum roll, please. And the winner of the Holy Crap, Really? award is Tom Gladhill. All right, the other kind of fun and funny award we decided to keep is the Stephanie's Shit List Award. Now, the crap list uh, is, is for anyone who drives my wife nuts in the creation or promotion of the Mimiverse. 
this is is a fun award. It's just it's just for fun. It's just it's just for for well shits and giggles, right? It's an honor just to be nominated. Really, it is. Uh, and there can only be one award winner who is the a number one person who really is highest on Steph's crap list. Of course, this is just for fun. This is just a joke. It's really just an honor to be nominated. Anyway, it comes down to these people who get under Steph's skin and sometimes do it on purpose, and that's usually what gets them on the list. Just to, to razz her a little bit. So, here we go. Here are the nominees for this year's Stephanie's Shit List Award. <clears throat> Mitch Gonzalez. Michael Cross. Mark Hader. Michael Kaiser. The quote-unquote winner is drumroll please for the first time ever we have a two-time winner michael cross take a bow michael and if you're wondering what did michael cross ever do to stephanie the truth is i travel a lot and one of the places i go a lot and you all know this just listening is the dfw area Uh, and honestly it's all michael's fault in a good way. I love going there. I love doing events there. I love the folks down there. Uh, but of course, I'm usually gone for several days at a time, and it can be difficult, right? Because uh, I have young children, and, and you know, just being away can sometimes be difficult. And so, Mr. Cross is the reason that I'm in the DFW area all the time. He's always finding me stuff to bring me back there. So congratulations, Michael. Two years running. Good job. All right. Only two more left. This one is a little more serious, but it, it doesn't involve people, per se, and so I was saving it toward the end. Best event. I do a lot of events every year. Some I just go and I'll, I'll show a movie and sell some stuff. Some I'll just do a convention and I don't show anything. I just, I'm there to sell stuff to people. Uh, sometimes it's something big, sometimes something small. Sometimes something special. These are the events that I've chosen for this award. Are the events that I think are extra special in some way and for a very particular reason. The nominees for best event are Blobfest. Now, I've been invited to Blobfest a few times. It's an amazing event. I love going. I was there just this past year. It was great. Texas Frightmare. One of the events I've gone to in the DFW area, and I've been there a couple years. I'm not there every year, but here's the reason why it's up for best event. Every time I have done Texas Frightmare, I've set a different sales record every time. So therefore, it's definitely in the best event category. Crypticon Minneapolis. Now, Crypticon is a local horror event, pretty much the local horror convention. They've had me as a guest year in and year out, and they're always very good to me. And as a result, uh, I wanted to nominate them for best event. Lastly, the Lake Charles Film Festival. I've been a guest at the Lake Charles Film Festival for the last three years, and I love it. I go, had a really good time, and Patrick Bennett, who who runs the whole thing, and really, it's it's a labor of love for him. Always fantastic to me, and I love the people there, and it's a really good event. And so I wanted to recognize that as a nominee. So, drum roll, please. 
The winner of the best event is another tie. It's Blobfest and Lake Charles Film Festival. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much for everything you've done for me and for the Mimiverse over the years. And I hope to continue coming back to your events and uh, showing more movies and having more fun. The last one, we started doing this a couple years ago. We created a Mimiverse Hall of Fame. First year, we nominated four people and then inducted two. This year, I'm, I'm changing it up. I'm just going to induct a single person into the Mimiverse Hall of Fame. The first year, we inducted James Norgard, because he's the first guy who's ever had a Mimiverse catchphrase, dear God, no, and Stephanie Mim, for the stuff that she does for the Mimiverse that no one really sees, and honestly, never really gives her any credit for. She does a lot of stuff behind the scenes, and she deserves more credit than I, even I give her. Uh, and I think... If you're listening to this, if you ever get a chance and you ever meet Steph at something or even you know her on Facebook, send her a little message and thank her for everything she's done for the Mimiverse because there's a lot that you don't know about. Uh, you know, she creates the, the pocket Steves. She creates the, the puppets. She does the costuming. She puts up with me. She puts up with uh, all the crazy that goes on. She, you know, she keeps the home fires burning when I'm away. I mean, there's just all these things that she has done. Uh, and that's why she deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. The next year, we added Mike Cook, who has been in every movie uh, except two, Cave Women on Mars and the forthcoming Queen of Snakes, and who has done a lot for the verse over the years. One of which you probably don't even know about is that he has proofread every single Mimiverse Monthly newsletter, month in, month out, year in, year out, all the way back to when it was the Phantom Lake Almanac. He's my go-to guy to make sure I don't sound too dumb when I send you stuff. So Mike deserved it. And then, of course, the other inductee last year was Mitch Gonzalez, who is a huge influence on the look and feel of the movies. Uh, once he came in in Destination Outer Space and then really sort of took over the monster space in Attacking the Moon Zombies, the, the movies took a quantum leap forward and... A lot of what makes the monsters what they are is how they look. I mean, I write the scripts and, and direct them and, and edit them, but what is a monster movie if not the monster? So without Mitch, things wouldn't look and feel as cool as they do. So he was inducted last year along with Mike Cook. This year's Hall of Fame inductee for contributions to the verse that cannot be overstated. This year's inductee is, drumroll please, Michael the Monster Kaiser. Because the man has been every iconic monster. You, you got the cool design, but a design and a costume is only as good as the guy underneath it bringing it to life. All the way back to the monster phantom like when he was 16 years old. Just a nerdy kid with glasses and braces as the monster phantom like all the way till now the man is pushing 30 like literally he he turns 30 in like 6 months that's how long we've been doing this he was a 16 year old high school kid in the monster phantom like costume and here he is he's been in every single movie he's one of the few people who can actually say he's been in every single movie besides myself and and he brings those monsters to life he he creates hand acting in a way that few other actors can really 
bring to life and, and make memorable. In fact, I was just at Crypticon this last weekend, and someone came up to me and was saying how they love the moon zombies because the way they move their hands and that their kids are constantly doing impressions of the way the moon zombies move their hands. That's all Michael. We sort of play it as a joke about how his his style of acting is, is we call it hacting, hand acting, because he always adds a different hand motion for every monster. But that's the stuff that, that sticks with people. So welcome to the Hall of Fame, Michael. You deserve it. All right. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for continuing to support the Mimiverse and for telling everybody you know about how great these movies are and how they need to check them out on Amazon Prime or pick up the DVDs. Because you all do that, right? I'm looking at you. Do it. I'm sorry, I got a little weird there. Uh, thank you for listening. Congratulations to all our winners. And remember, it's, it's an honor to be nominated, especially for the shit list award. <clears throat> Congratulations, all of you. For now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this up. Lots of cool stuff is coming. If you want to be a part of this, let me know. I think it's time to get some fresh blood in here again. We're definitely at a turning point in how things are going. And it's time to expand once again. So if you're interested, let me know. Maybe you could be in a movie or help out behind the scenes or whatever. Thank you again. And before I go, as I always say, be good. But if you can't do that, be good at it. Oh, 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 one more thing. Before Dr. Bob tells us a joke, which he's got to go in this month, I want to take a moment to congratulate Bob Gilbert and his wife, Melanie, on the birth of their first daughter. Bob Gilbert is the man behind Dr. Bob Tesla. And just literally like a day or two ago, they welcomed their first child into the world uh, after what I hear was a fun pregnancy. <laughs> fun in quotes uh mom and daughter are doing great dad is probably freaking out you know he's he's going through that moment where he's like this is so exciting and now he's like holy crap i gotta do this for 18 years i've been there i get it congratulations you two really couldn't have happened to nicer people everything's gonna be great we're behind you in all things you you're you're as much a part of the memoverse family as anyone else so we welcome your cute little monster into the world congratulations so dr bob now that you're Daddy Bob, tell us a good dad joke. <laughs> People of Earth, it is I, Dr. Bob Tesla, with your Mimiverse Joke of the Month. What is the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Well, one is really heavy, and one is a little lighter. We will be taking a break from the VR show this week, but we will return next week with... Cave Women on Mars. Check out the first installment Friday in Alt Space VR. Science!